steals. And Bonds hits one high. Hits it deep. It is out of here. 7.56. Bonds stands alone. Since the introduction of professional sports to society, athletes have loomed large as public spectacles. Constantly in the spotlight, these players are often put on a pedestal, portrayed as deities that can do no wrong. I spoke with a few diehard sports fans about the concept of glorifying professional athletes. For Massachusetts native Justin Vogelin, it's because they appear to be superhuman. These guys are literally huge. So it's like physically and I guess figuratively as well, they, they seem bigger than, uh, I guess, like the average person. For others, they idolize players due to their incredible abilities, seemingly forgetting that they are, in fact, humans, just like the rest of us. New Hampshire native Trent Henrich believes that these fan bases that put athletes on a pedestal provide an opportunity for them to get away with horrible actions. Listen to him elaborate on that opinion here. If, you know, regular old Joe, Trent Henrich here, um, was to sexually assault someone and, you know, that would completely alter my life. That's not something that, you know, can get covered up. And it's every, everyone I know would know about it. And it's just like your life completely changes. And I don't have, you know, millions of people behind me to try and, um, you know, overshadow this one negative thing like and that that changes you um as a person collegiate soccer player oliver simon concurs with vogelin and henrich's takes stating that people disregard scandals by professional athletes because they're not considered people at all instead they're thought of specifically as athletes within their respective industry almost like a fictional character it's also interesting how when i think of uh players such as those you've mentioned, I, I don't think of their sexual scandals. You know, when I immediately think of, when I think of these players, I think of their greatness in their respective sport. Fandom is a fantastic aspect of sports as it brings athletes and their supporters together. However, there's a line between fandom and glorification. When it's taken too far, the consequences can be horrible. That was just the case with Kobe Bryant. There may not be an athlete in history with as dedicated a fan base as Kobe Bean Bryant. Five-time NBA champion, 18-time All-Star, 2008 MVP, the Black Mamba is one of the most beloved NBA players of all time. Kobe played 20 seasons for the Los Angeles Lakers, hanging it up in 2016 as one of the greatest players in the history of the game. After his playing days were over, Bryant launched the Mamba and Mambasita Foundation with a mission to help young women in sports. Bryant's talent and charisma garnered a die-hard fan base of gigantic proportions. All of that said, while Kobe did many incredible things on and off the basketball court, his legacy may not be as clear as it seems. In 2003, Bryant was accused of sexually assaulting a female concierge at the Cordillera Lodge and Spa in Edwards, Colorado. After a lengthy investigation that revealed evidence such as vaginal trauma found in an examination of the woman after the encounter and her blood found on Bryant's t-shirt, the case was dropped 
When the allegations came to light, the basketball world was shocked, but that shock quickly turned into denial within the ranks of Bryant's dedicated fan base. His accuser, who remained anonymous, was publicly attacked and shamed by not only Kobe's fans, but also prominent analysts and media personalities. I spoke to self-proclaimed Kobe fan Jaime Vega in order to get a sense of why diehard fans refuse to acknowledge potential wrongdoings by their favorite athletes. They have so many people um, attached to them as personalities and sports personalities um, that, you know, people just don't want to, you know, take either take the pressure, or, you know, have the pressure from people who would deny it and instead of rather believing the victim or taking the victim into consideration, they would just come to the defense the assailant real quick. After the case was settled, the basketball community moved on, watching with joy as the Black Mamba put together a Hall of Fame career. As the accolades piled up, Bryant's fan base amassed seemingly impossible numbers. That is why, when Kobe died in a helicopter crash on January 26, 2020, the world came to a screeching halt. Good afternoon from New York. We're coming on the air with breaking news, very sad news to tell the sports world. The L.A. Times is reporting that retired Los Angeles Lakers basketball star Kobe Bryant has been killed in a helicopter crash. It happened this morning. The chopper reportedly went down just before 10 a.m. local time. Bryant's untimely death sent shockwaves throughout the basketball community. Callous memorials were constructed and services held throughout Los Angeles for days. On top of that, an added layer of complexity was added to Kobe's legacy with the element of posthumous praise coming into play. This concept focuses on the difficulty of criticizing someone who has recently died, forcing people to remember that person in a strictly positive light. I spoke with Dr. Lauren Anderson, Associate Professor of Sports Communication at Emerson College and expert on Bryant's allegations to discuss how posthumous praise can create a false narrative when discussing an athlete's legacy. I think that we tend to only memorialize the positive aspects of an athlete's life and create that when talking about their legacy. And when we're doing that, we're really missing the bigger picture. I think most importantly, we're missing out on important conversations that need to be had when we're only focusing on the positive aspects of an athlete's life and not looking at their legacy as a whole after they pass. Due to posthumous praise, people refuse to even consider discussing Kobe's allegations when determining his legacy. I experienced this personally when posting my photo story on Instagram about the subject, receiving the following backlash from Bryant's fans in the comments. Let him rest. It's over. Again, allegations. He wasn't convicted. He assumed it was consensual. She refused to testify. Everyone makes mistakes. He's not perfect. As Dr. Anderson touched on earlier, refusing to acknowledge Bryant's allegations leads people to miss out on very important conversations about sexual assault. In reality, Kobe should be used as an example of an athlete who committed a horrible act but was able to learn from it. Vega is one of the few Kobe fans willing to discuss the allegations and how they changed his life. When someone's in this situation, people either learn from it and, you know, build off it and become better people or you know, just blame others for it and not blame themselves and not take any accountability. But um, I think in a way he did get away with it. But I think besides getting away with it, I think he kind of came to terms with himself and, you know, realized what he did wrong and 
um, you know, seek to correct himself throughout his life. Vega's point about Kobe seeking to correct himself is key. There are so few examples of athletes who have been directly impacted by a negative experience like Bryant's and used it to fuel change in their life. Kobe actively fought for women in sports in the later stages of his life, being the cover model for girl dads. When Bryant's allegations are pushed aside and left to fade into distant memory, we're only failing ourselves by missing the opportunity to talk about sexual assault in sports. Throughout my various stories on this subject, I've said this often, so it's only right I leave you with it one last time. Kobe Bryant is no longer here to tell his story, so the burden falls on us to remember his actions when discussing his legacy. All of his actions, good and bad. After all, he's a human, just like the rest of us, not a god. It's time we start treating him like one. This story was reported and produced by Jeff Pratt.